following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast with your host, EZD, Derek Jaws, Big Diesel, Nick Yelich, T-Wave, Taylor Sekaturski, and Austin Kelm, the Stat Man. What's Welcome going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Hats, Stats, and Stats. I, as always, EZD, Derek Jaws. I am here making his triumphant return. My main man, T-Wave. T-Wave, what's going on, guy? I feel like I come out of retirement when we do this stuff. It's getting, it's getting you're, few and far between. You're, you're the Brett Favre of the podcast, and it's only few and far between because it's not football season, and I kind of give you a break during this, this stretch. Yeah, that's true, but I'll never put on a Jets uniform either. You can have that trash. Yeah, that's not going to be a part of it. Not going to be a part of it. Also joining us today, uh, we have Mr. Maverick Matt Johnson from the Two Point Conversation, our brother show here on the BICBP Radio Network. Oh, Matthew. Hello. The Wizard yeah, put of the glass down. How the hell are you? I will not put the glass down. I am, I am sipping pretty here on some peanut butter whiskey so yeah we all know you're jealous right now i am shut up man man after my own heart man after my own heart thanks for having me on fellas happy to join you thanks for coming uh doing a little you know returning a favor a little bit doing some draft coverage for us and uh of course you know me and you got to talk it's actually in my contract that i wasn't coming back without you so All, I had all, to have it. all I know is my man's a quarterback and he looks like he's podcasting with the offensive tackles right now. So uh, I feel safe. I feel safe. <laughs> I, I, this is not a safe place though. Let's get that straight. Yeah. This is not a safe space. This is not safe for work. Hide your kids, hide your wife. We are coming and we are coming hot. Yeah. Oh my God. I did just watch the program. So I'm ready. Oh God! You had to. You had to. You had to. You know, get up for uh, our our upcoming event, which uh, Matt, you've I've, I've been tagging you on Twitter on this. We are going to be doing a best fictional athlete bracket. Love it. And I love are, it. It's always. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, we are. Uh, we're we're currently in the process of, of whittling down to the actual bracket itself. There's been you know it, it's it's a wide array of people. So. Yeah, you. I, I, you I have an official you, stance on it. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do a little bit of everything, so it definitely. Uh, it definitely helps with uh, with your with your variety. I'm just a football guy, so your baseball. I think you dabble in hockey a little bit. Um, you do a little bit of everything, so that definitely helps. It definitely helps. Yeah, you know, we got to be a little bit different than everybody else. Uh, you know, we can't have nine different people just talking football on on the, on the network so that's true you know that is and true i i'm lucky enough to have you know a guy like taylor who's as into into football pays attention to some hockey some baseball i do the same and then you know nick and ben they both uh really tear up the hockey the hockey scene and then austin kind of pays attention to it all and he's a big numbers guy so it works out well and every now and again we yeah. go to the bullpen calling my main man from the other show and we uh we get it going speaking <laughs> of getting it going the bills it was draft week and uh, was. we, uh, we had, so we got me and Taylor who are heavily vested in Bill's mafia and we have a Colts fan in Bill's land joining us as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to just name drop all of your podcasts while we're talking today, apparently, instead of just Good doing luck, a, big, man. A, big, I don't know if... a big call out. like Hold you do. on. Hold on. I need to go make a sandwich. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's Jesus. enough time in this show for it. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. Uh, so a lot of talk, a lot of talk leading into the draft here about the bills going running back in the first round. I know I, for one was not on that bandwagon. Uh, Taylor, I don't know if you were or not, but I hope not. Um, I, I mean, I'm probably going to express this a lot throughout this show. It might sound like a broken record, but uh, in being we trust, and until he gives me a reason to think he's doing something wrong, I, he could have sold me a ketchup popsicle on Thursday, and I would have eaten it with a smile and said, sounds great, buddy, you're doing awesome. Uh, yeah, I am, but I am on board with, at least for the most part with most people about not having a running back drafted in the first round. I do believe that's a fairly sound idea, but I was okay with taking one. If we, if our guy fell to 30, that was fine with me. I didn't want to move up and get one, but if he fell to us and we were there, I was probably going to be okay with that, but that's about the only case that I'm okay with that. And I think the Jags did us a favor when they took each DN and we didn't have to make that choice anymore. I can definitely tell you, I was sitting at uh, sitting at day camp at work overnight, and uh, when I saw that pick go in, I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, um, it's actually I'm could I'm surprised we didn't trade out honestly by the time what, but I'm happy with the pick that we ended up making. But again, I think the Jags did us a favor. I don't know if we were actually going to take. I mean, you know how it is—the smoke and mirrors that come out before the draft. Who knows if ETN was our guy? Or did we want to put the pressure on somebody who, as far as I'm concerned, Jacksonville reached for him. Uh, but at the same time, you're trying to put, you know, sell tickets and you get Trevor Lawrence, so you bring his boy with him. I understand what Jacksonville's doing, and Urban Meyer's got to do whatever he can to hold on to his job for at least two years because that dumpster fire is going to blow up quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I personally don't even know if a running back was was in the, the, the Bills, you know, Idea. I mean, they have two youngins, right? They have two youngins, whether you like them or not. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. Uh, but I just don't think Brian Dable's offense is like, you know, we need that running game. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't scream it. You know, run when you absolutely need to, but it's a. It's going to be a pass heavy, just kind of uh, Eric Coriel kind of assault type offense, and and that's exactly what they do. So I was. I. I. I everybody said, hey, our RB. You know, got to get it for for Buffalo, but I was just like, you really don't, because it's not going to make a difference. It's like when Kansas City drafted that Clyde Edwards-Alaire last year. You're going to draft a, a one of the he was one of the top running backs in last year's draft class, and he was, uh, he was the the first running back taken, and he had I believe like 127 more yards than our leading rusher. Yeah, he was poopy. He was also hurt. You know what I mean? Because yeah. That is true. But you're also now you got to think about the Chiefs where they took where they took that running back and where the Bills were this year. Now we didn't come off a Super Bowl, but we're only so many pieces away from winning one. So I can rationalize why the Chiefs go running back where they did because at the time, did they really need anything else? I mean, that was the best player available at a spot of need. So sure. That's I guess where I would have rationalized us doing it. It was a spot of need and maybe one of the best players available. Uh, granted it's a running back but still positionally we didn't want the other running back we wanted ETN specifically because he could catch the ball out of the backfield which means I'm still not a running team 
I'm still throwing the ball. I wanted a three down right. back that had multiple tools. It's the only way I rationalized taking ETN at, the, at that spot. But I mean, again, I can see why the Chiefs did it too. They, how many pieces did they need? I mean, then they had a full offensive line. They weren't hurt yet. So they didn't need to go O line. I mean, maybe defense. I don't remember what was in that draft, but I mean, Alaire is he's definitely an electric running back. He was hurt this year. So I think his stats hurt him a little bit, but. That's also why I think taking running back is a bit of a liability. I mean, look at Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And that, that was something that came up uh, last week when we were talking about the uh, – actually, this exact topic was, you know, you take Saquon Barkley, you take Christian McCaffrey, and you're now – like, if you're the Giants, you're stuck with Danny Dimes when you could have taken a, a quarterback there and found value beyond that. Um, yeah. Well, they were also holding on to Manning. They, I think they were lost in how long they thought they had with him and how long he had talent left. So you're playing the game of a guy who's been in your system for, you know, your franchise for how long, you know, that was, that's a tough spot for them to be at because realistically they probably should have bailed on Manning, but I mean, who's, who's to say that's the, that was a tough spot to be in. For sure. Uh, that being said, the bills at number 30 took Greg Rousseau, who is one of two defensive ends from the U that came to Buffalo or not, sorry, that came into the draft. The interesting side of him is he is huge. This guy's a, a friggin' giant. And yeah, the funniest so. thing I've seen is the picture of him meeting Bean and McDermott. And it looks like it, like it looks like the kids from little league meeting the varsity football player. <laughs> that was Daniel. That was Daniel Monte. I'm 13. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, great grab on guys. I'm 13. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean this yeah, guy. He's a big boy. Six seven, two sixty five. He's listed at. I'm looking here. Yeah, he's huge. And two years ago, he was second in the nation in sacks to a guy who sucks named Cha. Uh, what was it? Chase Chase Young. Biggest bust I've ever seen. Right. Jabroni. <laughs> what a waste of a draft pick that was. God. How, why would you? But so, I mean, oh, we, the, the, now the, the knock on him and the reason he fell was he, he opted out last year. But if you look at, if you look at the type of guy and the type of player that the Bills go after, there, there's a certain character aspect to it. And why did this guy opt out last year? Because his mom was a COVID ICU nurse and he didn't want to be the reason that the team shut down. So he opted yeah. out so his, so the team could play. I'm good I with honestly that. assumed it was because he was wearing braces and he didn't want to be seen, but that's just me. I mean, that, that, that might be why I would opt out. <laughs> no, he, uh, he definitely screams being in McDermott with, with uh, everything you read about him. So it makes a lot of sense. Character, and, yeah. Yeah, it's and he looks like a freak of an athlete on some levels. I get he didn't play for a year, which is why he maybe falls a bit. But I mean, that uncertainty was littered throughout the entire draft. So I'm not going to be I can't even crucify the man for picking him if it doesn't go well, because this is going to happen to multiple GMs this year or not this year over the next couple of years as you pan out. If you didn't get that final read on a guy did he stay in shape properly did he stay mentally tough like what happened in this gap year per se and we're not the only team that had to deal with that so 
I think there's going to be some leeway on picks and how we judge them, but it's going to be interesting for sure. Yeah, it was a great move to, I mean, obviously the, the, the bills needed edge rush, right? At least uh, a developing prospect in, going forward. And that's how you're going to win in the, the league now from a defensive standpoint with all, all these mobile quarterbacks, you know, taking off, they, they go up the side, you know, hit the sidelines, they go up five, 10 yards and whatever. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's the age we're living in. You, you just need a successful edge rusher. And I think uh, that was probably one of the biggest needs of this draft, I think, for Buffalo. And I think they nailed it. They did a good job uh, getting him where they did. Well, the interesting thing about him, too, is if you watch some tape on him a little bit, he uh, he can bounce inside and be very successful. He, he definitely had some success abusing interior linemen uh, two years ago. And, you know, a lot of people try to use that as a knock on him. And that, that to me, screams that versatility that, you know, McDermott loves in his defensive line. And if anybody was questioning where our brains were in this draft, it is a copycat league. And what is the big trick for the AFC to get to the Super Bowl? It's beat Pat Mahomes, right? Well, how did somebody beat Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl? By rushing him. So what did we do with our second round pick? We drafted a guy named Boogie. With the greatest Boogie. last name that a defensive end could possibly have. I mean, the jersey sold itself. I can't wait. Oh, God, yeah. Boogie Basham. He's the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman. He's going to take over Bob Bugner and be the new boogeyman. Buffalo is just going to scream his name in the greatest of ways. And it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait to get back in the stadium. I can't wait to be sitting hey, right Matt. behind you when we do it. Matt, what's it like not watching Colts games? Oh, I get to watch Colts games. I know ways. Oh, from a from a couch or a chair? No, I go to, I go see their games. I go I I'll go. All right, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, nice try. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice try, man. <laughs> oh man, don't worry. We don't we'll talk a lot, man. I don't know. I'm taking shots in the dark here. <laughs> <laughs> You're shooting with Althea? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so if, 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 you, if there was any question where the Bills' head was at here, we went defensive end, defensive end. Uh, if, if anybody looks at that and says, I really think we had our eyes on a running back, I think you're wrong, and I think that proves it um, because we, there, was other, there was value there to, at, in our second round that we could have taken there, and we decided to go with another I, edge guy. I do think the second round – I mean, who is to say where their head was actually at? But the running back from North Carolina that I thought might have been our second choice was also picked in front of us before we took the second edge guy. So who's to say we weren't going to take one of them? I really don't know. I just, are we a product of what fell to us at that rate, you know, or were we eyeing those people up? I'm sure I know we needed edge. So I guarantee one of them was on the list. Both of them, I find that a little hard to believe. I think that. Getting both, I think, might be more of a product of how the chips fell than what we were looking into. I would agree with that. I I, I think it was a very close, like, one and two, like... We're, oh, we're, again, we're, if it was a need, so you know it's on the radar, and I'm sure they're not mad about how this played out whatsoever. They had options of what holes they could fill, and that probably makes it easier when you're drafting because... I mean, I'm sure there are teams that have a hole in a guy, and that guy goes away, and your draft board busted i don't think that happened to the bills which is also i guess a luxury of having uh, a 
above average team is you're not panicking to fill these holes. So you can be pliable where, okay, if they don't get this guy, I'm taking a different position and I'm going to be okay with, you know, the talent level that I'm getting for it too. Yeah. That's, it's an important point. Cause yeah, the bills roster, I mean, it, it's such a weird concept. I think for a lot of bills fans, you know, and, and anyone who's lived around here for the last 20, 25 years to be like, yeah, we don't really need to hit every pick, right? We don't need to hit the big time name. Uh, it'd be nice if we, you know, if they do, but you don't have to because the roster is really, really good. And it's at this point, it's it's depth stuff for Buffalo. You know, a few needs here, little things here and there. But uh, a lot of it at this point is just it, it's it's coaching and execution. Uh, you know, there's not too many guys you're going to pick up in a draft that are going to add instantly to this Bills roster. It's it's going to be well, looking. They don't have the to. Uh, I guess that's the best part. So if you look at this draft, yeah. it is depth and future. Like I'm taking safeties and DBs because my safeties are getting up there a little bit. I got a corner who's going to need to get paid. I mean, I took, I took smart picks as far as I'm concerned and they don't all need to pan out because I, like I said, they're talent on the field. I don't need them to play right now. So I have the, the luxury of, I was, I know we've had years where we haven't had first round picks. So you've, you've watched the first round and waited and didn't have a pick. And it was this year felt different because we were in the 30 hole because we were good and watching that draft all night, almost not caring about who fell into you because you knew you weren't desperate for somebody. It was the weirdest feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I looked at my buddy. I, uh, we were, did a live draft coverage on our, on our Facebook page and uh, my buddy, I'm like, so are you happy with it? He goes, yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. You know, there's been a lot of years, you know, you, they grab somebody. It's like, really? That's who you took. You're in this prime position that you took, and you know they're just laid back, laid back. It's yeah, a good, it's a good I had no feeling of impending doom. I was just satisfied, regardless of what yeah. happened. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and we don't talk about Aaron Maven on this podcast. Who? Right. <laughs> uh, so he's painting now. I, he is. He's an artiste. Yeah, I regret regular that old, I know that. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Regular old Pablo Picasso. Um, so 93rd overall, and this is the guy that if, if one of these dudes pans out, this is the guy. I want this to be the dude, Spencer Brown. You want to talk about drafting size. This dude's bigger than Rousseau. Yeah, 6'9". I mean, I've never seen a mountain of a man like this, and he looks angry all the time. It's just rage-worthy. I'm honestly... Like, I think I sent this text to you that this dude is what Richie Incognito wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Richie had aspirations and Spencer was like, yeah, I see what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> uh, and listen, he, he celebrated getting drafted by the Bills in the most apropos way ever by diving through a table, because why wouldn't you at this point? Um, and can we talk about how smooth that was? Oh, God. That's one of the best table jumps I've ever seen. That's because I haven't done one yet. I'm how stupid but... that phrase is. That's a terrible fucking phrase. But that's one of the best table jumps I have ever seen. The man nails it, money in the middle, perfect on the back, and rolls right through it to his feet with a hardcore fuck yeah. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. I think the best part about that was the like the 
we'll call them the Karens and the Chads on Twitter. Just like, oh my God, oh, can we repick now? Oh, can we can we sell? Oh, he's gonna be a bust. Can we sell that one back? Oh my God, he's gonna start the season on IR because this stupid table jump. I'm sorry. If you're an offensive tackle and you jump through a table and get hurt, you probably shouldn't be getting drafted because defensive linemen hit harder than tables. Yeah, I, I've never That's felt true. bad for the table before, but I can promise you that day I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I, Matt, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, when, when the Bills picked him, they showed a, a highlight package, and this dude is violent. Yo, he – there is no hitting him. He hits you. There is a nail and a hammer in those situations, and I saw nothing but hammer in the most aggressive of ways. Like, I mean, you can see linemen engage. People don't get a chance to engage with him because all of a sudden he just kind of bullhorns at you and then he eats you alive, but you didn't see it coming somehow. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, again, this is another position that they need to address too. So you need you need a, a violent-esque guy. I think a lot of people were sad, just happy last year with the offensive line because it played a little bit better, but you got to keep cycling in those pieces and, yeah, the size of this guy, the intensity. Uh, I think he could definitely be in the shuffle, you know, come week one. Definitely could be in the shuffle. He's, you can see the rawness of him, so I understand why he obviously – I mean, because you would think a dude with that size is going, you know, on top five, being an offensive lineman and, the you know, the, the value that's put on the tackle position. So, obviously, there's going to have to be work done with him. But if he can figure out how to – polish that form off in that body in that frame that he has that's that's scary well and oh, the, sure. the thing about him is he he was a tight end so when he was in high school and even the start of his college career he was a tight end he ran a four eight five forty, which i'm sorry a 300 plus pound man running a four eight fuck off <laughs> Hey, hey, plus, hey, the Bills need it. They could use a little help at tight end too. I listen. I saw. You I know? saw that tweet. The <laughs> drop, drop twenty pounds and be Travis Kelsey heavy. Like no, no. Put he, on twenty more and the, murder someone. He had the Popeyes biscuit that we were all waiting on. Uh, we were all waiting <laughs> for Calvin Benjamin to have. <laughs> oh my god! He had a few of them. He had them all. <laughs> but I mean that. that I mean, Jason that, Peters was a tight end, so right. And yeah. but like and that and that speed, you know, along with the fact that he's got a nine and a half foot wingspan, is why you know you don't see him coming when he hits you. He might be the biggest thing on the field, but you think he's twenty yards away, and then you're on your ass. So, yeah. but that's him all the time. It's like a quarterback, you know, related to myself. You throw the ball with one speed all the time, and you can't have that. You need variable speed, and right. he plays offensive line going forward at a hundred. 24 7 and we all know you can't pass block like that so that's a problem right there like if i need a calvary going down the field i'm calling him first but obviously the other side of his game is where he's going to have to really figure it out to become a complete tackle and be a starter oh for sure for sure you know that that, that first kick step is a big one although <laughs> his his first kick first kick step might put him in like jerry hughes seven yard upfield rush territory so it's true. No holding there. <laughs> Can't hold that. Uh, we did, we ended up going back to back offensive tackles here. We ended up getting Tommy Doyle. Uh, I'll be completely honest on the front. I don't know a ton about him or the uh, the next couple guys actually, but uh, 
Uh, I mean, it's, from it, after the top three, and I mean, even after the top two, the rest of them were all, for the most part, what I would consider to be depth picks um, and future development projects. So people that don't need to see the field right away, they have talent, but they're all raw on some level. Um, but if you, I mean, you go through character looks, they're all the same attribute wise and what they look like as a human being. They're all Bean McDermott picks, you can tell. And the best thing, one of my favorite things to do, I don't follow everyone on Twitter the second they sign with the Bills like everyone does, but I will go check like the most recent days, like as they got drafted and post-draft and try and come across like how authentic their reactions are. Everybody on this list seems like Isaiah McKenzie. Like we could pay them candy and they'd come to Buffalo just to whoop ass. I get that vibe from <laughs> all of them. And that's really all I need. I don't even care how good these people are anymore. I feel like they all want to eat kneecaps like Dan Campbell and get aggressive. And I'm about it. I'm all about aggression, ruthless aggression. If, if I had my choice. Yeah. You know, unquestionable, especially from these big boys. Trees. I mean, I think we're trying to look, you know, you know, like back in the day when the other team got off the bus at the game and you went, oh, shit, for a minute, because like they had to bend <laughs> over to get through the door and you're the small school going, fuck, man, it's the water over in Amherst. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and you fuck it. All of a sudden you're putting a couple more pumps of air in your helmet. It could be a long <laughs> night, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what number is he wearing? He's huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the a best, wide receiver <laughs> the, the, the best part is you can walk number 17 off the bus first and people still say it oh god yeah we uh, listen yeah, i think that look at this tree that that might be what we're trying we're going to try to build a line that alan can't see over there you go well that way you just got to throw it 100 yards on the field and we just score every time yeah right fuck it Digs yeah, in I mean, there that's, that's football right bet you have to throw <laughs> the ball over them they're mountains <laughs> Hey man, it's working for Kyler Murray over there in Arizona. So well, got no. Yeah, he can't um, see shit. He's just fucking <laughs> running out of prayer. Uh, so he's a great athlete, but oh, I, for I sure, mean, he's another one. I don't. I think he's more of a quarterback than Lamar. That's maybe a story for another day. But I don't. I don't know. I don't see him panning out. Honestly, I don't I think necessarily he's hurt at minimum. I don't necessarily see it like. I think he'll have a longer, more successful career than somebody like Lamar might. Uh, he obviously didn't have the, you know, hot flash of the pan season one, but uh, yeah, I definitely see him being a better long-term, but not the world beater. I don't even see him being Russell Wilson. See, I see, I see Lamar having a long career because I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Michael Vick had a long career, even with the break. I think when you're just that athletically gifted, people don't have a choice but to put you on the field. You're just going to get opportunities because of the things you can do. And they're going to overlook these shortcomings on levels because you can do so many things that other people can't do. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't think that Lamar is going to have a short and crappy career. I just don't think he's ever going to be, well, we're never going to look at Lamar as one of the all-time greats. I don't think we're going to look at him with a Super Bowl win. Uh, yeah, maybe one. The Ravens know what they're doing, but it's not going to be because of Lamar. I'll stand by that, even if they do win. I'll fight that one until I'm dead. Yeah, I, we we actually, me and Matt talked about this on uh, on List in 10 the other day, that Ray Lewis and Steve Smith made Joe Flacco elite. So, 
No kidding. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. <laughs> what other? What? Uh, he's the only example I need. That's true. Kerry Collins. <laughs> Did he win a Super Bowl? Kerry Collins. Uh, what about? He was came close. Brad he Johnson. Close. Yeah, you're right. He came close. You're right. He lost. Brad Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Talk Nick, about Nick, the Nick. Fitzpatrick. That's the OG Fitzpatrick right there. Taylor, I have I have to ask. Does Fitz make the Hall of Fame when he retires? Absolutely not. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> You're entitled to Listen, your Listen, I, I understand why you want that, <laughs> and I almost took the bait, but I had, I, I'm glad I thought fast enough and didn't eat like I would have eaten that one one day because I, I can see the magic in your eyes from here of why you want that, but it's just, I'm sorry, it can't happen. <laughs> No, if we I, open the door for him, then we have to open it for everybody. <laughs> I, I will die. I will die on that bearded cross. You should. I support it. I'm just, I can't do it publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm not going public. I'm going to run for president on that. All right. That's going to be my You're going to get followers. You're going to get followers. <laughs> Kanye's got followers and he doesn't even wear shoes. Our, our boy Andrew is not one of them, but uh, I will have somebody on my side. <laughs> <laughs> He'll figure it out. Uh, so rounding out the Bills draft here, uh, Marquis Stevenson, wide receiver, he seems to be a potential threat in the return game, possibly as a uh, to kind of push McKenzie to be the guy or to not be the guy. Uh, safe, safety and corner help. And then Jack Anderson, who's a guard described as Richie Incognito Jr. Perfect. Throwing dump, throwing weight. I mean, like I said, that's the, I, I love it. I get the same vibe from everybody. They all just want to get out there, whoop ass, and wear the word bills on their chest. So I support all of them. I, if you don't want to wear bills on your chest, I don't think you're a good football player at this point. Yeah, you're. I mean, I have choice words for you. I'll keep them off air. Uh, I appreciate that. We we don't uh, listen. We're not on video anymore, so I can't put the TVMA thing up there. But. uh <laughs> We do mark this makes, as explicit. It makes it hard. <laughs> Is that for me? <laughs> no, that's, listen, between you, me, and Nick, it's t- like Austin's the only one that plays the PG game on this show. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, we got Nick making comments about the nope. way uh, Eli looks nope. when he plays. I'm not saying it. I'm just, I'm referencing it. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to time out. They sound like a bleep. <laughs> you know we can do that and post edit, right? What a day to be alive. Twenty twenty one, am I right? Listen, I just know I know how to do it. I don't I don't, but I know how. Explicit. Uh, <laughs> we don't censor shit. Yeah. Listen at your own risk. That's a good that's a good way to put it. Listen at your own risk. Matt, we should we should play I, risk. Network, yeah. network night of risk. I like board games. I we like can risk. record it. You know how many nerds would show up for that? There, there's oh, a yo, yeah. better idea. God. Better idea. We'll put it on Twitch. I bet people will pay us. Even better. Maybe I'll take my shirt off. Who knows? Oh, that's for OnlyFans. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ruin my fun all the time. Looking through, uh, looking through the CBS uh, page here, they have the Bills listed as a B minus overall. Uh, Boogie Basham in the second round with Greg Rousseau. Um, they claim Basham had first round talent, 
And then they said our worst pick was actually Spencer Brown um, because and only because he's a project. But uh, who, who do you guys have? Like, I mean, I know Taylor watched. I know Matt had the live stream going for it. Uh, who, what drafts did you guys like? What drafts did you not like? Uh, who's, who were you impressed with? Who were you like, what are you doing? Well, the fucking Bengals are idiots. <laughs> are, are you, I mean, on, are you, putting you them can't on the even tell me that the Bengals thought that was a good pick when they sent it in, right? <laughs> like they handed the card over and they immediately went, wait, what did we do? <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me you gotta you have a stud who you just murdered like david carr in the back and then you went and picked his fucking boyfriend from lsu instead of some fat ass to hold his ass up that's gotta be the dumbest pick i've ever seen <laughs> and this is why we bring I him mean, on the show this is why this is I why mean, my man is the og assistant to the regional manager of this show because of that that is a yeah, word a picture farm <laughs> yeah i was i was i was blown away that cincinnati left i mean good for them are getting a, a top name wide receiver but yo they're basically yeah like yo joe burrow fuck your fuck your name man fuck it i i feel bad for that kid ohio pride and then the Bengals just do Bengals stuff they're like trying to outdo the browns <laughs> well, someone's got to be the Browns, and the Browns don't seem to be the Browns right now. Yeah, they no, can't brown themselves, just, for Christ's sake. No, I was going to give kudos to the Browns. I thought they had a pretty good draft. I you know, I agree. Their with off that season's as been much pretty as good. I never want to. No, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I, I like what I like people, but they knew <laughs> what they were doing in this draft. I wanted, honestly. The picks they took were picks I wanted in Newsom, uh, the linebacker. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that fucking name again. I wanted both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. You've been practicing? What do you do? Stand in the mirror like Rob (laughs) Burgundy? I do, man. I do. How now, Brown? I'm (laughs) I'm Ron Burgundy? (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. Outside of Cleveland, though, Jets, I think uh, you got to give the Jets credit. I think they put together. Yeah, I like their draft too. I think top to bottom. They got an adult over there. Rob Salago's over there and like, hey, look, I I know. (laughs) I think amongst the AFC East, like, I mean, did the Bills have a good draft? Yes. But I think as far as turning your team around, I think that the Jets had the best one out of the the AFC East. Let's talk about this pick real quick. Actually, I'm just going to run down the list and look at how they just built a team. Real quick, QB, offensive lineman, wide receiver, running back, safety, safety, cornerback, safety, cornerback, D-line. They legit just drafted a team real quick and said, we're going to fix this right fucking now. I was so pissed. I mean, also, go Bengals (laughs) because the Jets did what you. it's going to take you another five years to do. Because you done fucked up. They took a quarterback and then the lineman right behind him in the same draft. And you decided to go quarterback receiver and still have nothing. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Unbelievable. Even the Jets look better than you. How embarrassing is that? Yeah, that's sad. That's yeah. The that, that Washington football team, tenfold better than the Bengals. Bengals are garbage. You know uh, what? It's been a minute. Do it. The fucking Bengals are on the suck list. You suck. 
<laughs> Jesus. Uh, get, Chase, you suck. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> I'm tweeting. I was it. ready. I'm tweeting it. We're doing yeah. it. Live tweet suck list updates. <laughs> I'm pacing the house right now. I want everyone to know that I'm I'm really engaged in it. <laughs> About to rip yeah, off the hoodie. Belong there. <laughs> they belong there. And they shouldn't. They shouldn't because I honestly, I wasn't totally sold on Burrow because he played for one year with LSU and that stack team. I was like, eh. Yeah. And then I watched him play on that garbage team in Cincinnati. And I said, that dude's got it. If they can keep him upright, he's going to be pissing me off for years. And then they go yeah. take a receiver. I was like, thank you for being the Bengals. <laughs> there was a, yeah, right. There was a ton of people who were just, yeah, they were mocking. I mean, I know it's a, it's a mock draft, but. That Penny Sewell, like it was perfect. Then you see how excited the Detroit Lions were to get him. And like Detroit needs a lot of things. They could have probably used a wide receiver for Jared Goff to throw to, but they were just hyped up. And they were like, yeah. Yeah, but you know my man Goff is talking about Penny Sewell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank God he's protected me. Yeah. (laughs) Watch this play action game, motherfucker. I'll be back here all day. Yeah, especially (laughs) considering like, how, how do you think Stafford feels on that? Like, oh, now, oh, now, now you draft a lineman. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, assholes. Yeah, because you want to know who the receiver factory was was fucking Detroit, and look how it worked out for them for years—the waste of time. Mm-hmm. Take fucking notes. Penny Stools going to be blocking Jared Goff so we can hit Quintez Cephas for for thirty yards. My man's name Love. dropping all over the place. I mean, he went Air Coriel earlier, and I could barely contain myself on that one. <laughs> Quintez. I mean, yeah, that's just, I don't know what. That, they're not even in your division. Why are you paying attention so much that you know that's a man that's got a real name? I don't even know who that is. Hey, man. It's my hey, podcast man. job. <laughs> <laughs> it's my podcast job to know a little bit of everybody. So, hey, uh, also, man. While we're on it, two-point conversation. I didn't realize how close that was to conversion. Amazingly oh, clever. Yeah. Good for you. I, I don't know what took me so long, it, and I apologize. It's it's cool. It, people still get it twisted up, but I'm very proud of that one. Very proud. It's of absolute it. gold. Thank you. And I it registered as Josh said it out loud in the intro, and I didn't want to be totally rude and take the whole show over, so I let it slide. But I got it. <laughs> Well, so the best part is the, I'm, the, so happy. I'm so happy here tonight. I, <laughs> I, I need to talk to Taylor more often. <laughs> my kind of guy. Yeah, I'm the, 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 the best part is uh, my man's got an awesome sign off for the show. Like I've, I've been toying with stuff forever and I, I still don't have a good one, but I mean, the two point conversation is good is the best sign off you can have. That's uh, oh my God. I got to find when I, when I thought of it. Yeah. It just came to me, came to me in a dream one night. And that's it was all the dream. We all know you were on a shitter when you thought of that. <laughs> I probably was. I probably was. There's only one place where those good thoughts come out, buddy. <laughs> I appreciate you guys buttering me up. Dallas Cowboys had a good draft, and that's sure all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give them more credit than they deserve, but they had a good draft. It was a very not Dallas draft, and somebody must be taking over for Jerry over there slowly but surely, because that almost looks like a football organization for a minute there. I mean, they still have to play, but 
I mean, their defense was Swiss cheese, and they went out and said, well, fuck you, we're just going to stack it up. <laughs> I mean, the offense didn't need much help, aside from a, a lineman or four. No, As long yeah. as they have Dak, they're not going to win the Super Bowl either, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, they defense decided they need to balance some things out. Chargers, I, mean, I want to give the Chargers some love. Two, yeah. oh, go ahead, go ahead. If you want to say, I, I apologize. For oh, no, I just want somebody to tell me that Dak wins the Super Bowl before I I have to fight this argument. Oh. But uh, you're not going to get that from me. Okay. And just, I mean, I like him. I probably like him more than other people, but I still don't think he ever wins a big one. So I'm, is I, I love those people as long as they say, like Tua, Tua can be in Miami forever. I hope he plays for 30 years. He's never going to beat me. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm glad they had a good draft, Miami, but I'm super glad that they didn't waste their time picking another project and they stuck with that piece of crap. That's awesome. Yo, he, he couldn't throw a Nerf football. You Those can give him easy. a vortex and it wouldn't go 40 fucking yards. Oh, God. We just dropped a vortex reference. Yeah. I heard the whistle. It got PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. Two or three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know what that is? That's like that crappy firework that just dies out. <laughs> like, oh, look at this dead. <laughs> that, that, it actually sounds like the Raiders draft, too. Oh, yeah! The Raiders, the Raiders be reaching. Stunk. Two years in a they row, no one reach, knows what man. the Raiders are they, doing. Yeah, they sure do. Like, they love to reach. You can, I can see Gruden and Mayhawk in a room sweating. That they start to talk themselves into somebody's like, dude, somebody's going to take Leatherwood right now. We need to go get him <laughs> right fucking now. Someone's going to take our man. They're on to us. I know it. <laughs> The fucking paranoia in that room had to be next level. <laughs> that's uh, that's that good stuff they sell down in Sid City down there. Well, I think they hired the Miami Dolphins offensive line coach, so they might have been a little anxious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best uh, joke. This is a... <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a I'm happy about that one. <laughs> listen, if, 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 if you pat if yourself you listen, on the back, thank you, thank you. If you listen, and if you listen to the uh, the network crossover mock draft we did, it's even funnier because I picked for the Raiders, and I picked uh, Mr. Mooring in the first round for them, but I did it with a little bit of a. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> sorry, it's been <clears throat> it's been a long week here in Sin City. To, That's awesome. Uh, to my to my <laughs> picks, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and, had a, had a and lot that would have made more sense in the first round, and that would have right. still that would still would have made more sense in the first round than reaching for this guy who probably would have been a, definitely a second, could have slipped to the third, could have, yeah, could have slipped to the third. But you know, at forty three, you were getting them. Uh. I hate the Raiders. Okay, I try. Like I want to. Like I, I love the rotational. Like guy, you know, different teams kind of popping up and and mixing things up a little bit, but Jesus Christ, Raiders, you know, They're John Gruden is not challenged. Very. <laughs> you know, John Gruden is not going to see the back half of his 10-year contract. Mike Mayock is, like, is terrible. Oh, Gruden's going to see it, Bobby Bonilla style. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be getting that payday. <laughs> yeah, Probably Gruden right. You're probably Look right. At him. No. He comes in wearing that Velcro hat falling off the side of his fucking head. His Costco sweater, he don't give a shit. <laughs> his fucking general manager, they pulled out of the broadcasting booth. It's a fucking circus. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Raiders. 
Yeah, fuck the Raiders. I support it. Fuck them. Fuck them. I I am. Do you want to be on the podcast, buddy? We had a podcast on before we hit record. Oh, oh, he's being shy. He's not talking. Okay. Uh, so I am I'm a big fan of the Niners going to get Trey Lance. I'm excited about that. Um, You're kidding, right? No. Okay. No, I I think Trey I I want Trey Lance to be. I want to oh, see. Well, I mean, that I'll give you nothing against Trey Lance by any means, but I'm looking forward to that fire exploding too. That's that's going to be a disaster. I feel bad for Trey Lance, honestly. <laughs> I feel bad for him. Because if you look at that situation, Lynch and Shanahan are now on the clock because of what's happened here, which means poor Trey Lance is going to get pushed and pushed probably too hard. And I that scares me for him. I like him, but I'm worried about the situation he's about to walk into. Now, granted, Shanahan is a QB dude, but his track record isn't doing it for me right now. And listen, I, I appreciate that. And my whole thing is, if you look at that team on paper, they just added a better athlete be under center to a team that can already run the football, is getting 22 starters back off the IR, most of which were on defense somehow. And what more do you need? I mean, they got athletes at the, on the outside. They got one of the best, if not the best, receiving tight end in football coming back. I mean, the, 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 I don't know if there's a better situation – on paper for him yeah the the situation yeah it's i guess it's a good way to put it if you look at the roster the situation looks awesome so that might be to his benefit and who knows it could overshadow whatever pressure he might be faced we also don't know what the situation is with jimmy g is he actually going to be the starter is trey lance just you know holding a clipboard are we definitive about that am i going to hear rumblings about a competition going into preseason because now i'm having a different story so I I mean, how they um, handle this will be very interesting. I can't guarantee you that Jimmy G's alive tomorrow. That's the problem <laughs> I have with this because it's already started. Right. I, All you I had don't, to do I don't was believe... tell me that I was drafting the future. I would have eaten it at least. I know you're bullshitting me, but at least say it out loud. I mean, I, I don't think you trade up to that spot to take that guy to have him hold a clipboard. I, like and that's the only thing I can, I can say about it. That's your. I, I can mean, see it like a Baker you're driving Mayfield. the point I'm coming at. You know, I could see it being like a Baker Mayfield to Rod Taylor kind of situation where Tyrod's just in there until shit hits the fan, or and then we're going, we're going in with, with ba- a needle. Yeah, kill him, and then yeah, see, Baker. You know, Baker. Go ahead. I, go I, ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's. I was just saying. That then you know, it, once Jimmy G either you know gets hurt or these you know the 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 style of play that you know they didn't want Jimmy G play you know passing the ball that was the big story in the postseason two years ago uh once that starts to happen they're gonna they're just you know rip the band-aid off and just get Justin Fields at play experience you know it, it it's Trey, a tough Trey situation because I Trey Lance I'm sorry should have been yeah but anyways yeah, that's should, not have, been. should yeah, not have been he fell way too low I, I think I, I don't know what happened with that, but I, I don't. I didn't think he, he played at Ohio State. I know, but that that's an unfair stigma. Dan Orlovsky ruined his draft stock. All I'm saying <laughs> is, if we look at the Browns and say they're the Browns, so they're not the Browns, and the Patriots are the Patriots, so they're not the Patriots. 
Ohio State and Alabama quarterbacks are Ohio State and Alabama quarterbacks until they're not. Yeah, you heard. That's how I feel about their trash running backs, too. Go Najee Harris. (laughs) (laughs) I just, at some point, all that talent makes other people better for reasons that are obvious because when you can't cover all that talent, so you can't single in on anything, which makes it when you're a higher class athlete, if you put me in a one-on-one situation, I'm going to win. And if you have to do that across the board, we are going to win a lot, which is why Mac Jones doesn't do it for me, why the running backs don't do it for me. But notice who produces out of Alabama receivers, because those, they have to win one-on-one battles. So you get to see that on paper and you can't fake that. So you get a good look at that right away. Whereas a running back running through fucking holes you could fit a bus through for 20 yards before they get touched is not impressive. I see a stat line, but then when I watch the game, it's like, I could have ran for a bill that day. So that doesn't impress me. That's how I feel about their quarterbacks. The receivers are so fucking good. Sure, I could play quarterback over there. That's great. So I mean, at some point, those the, the talent, it's it waters it down a little bit, which I guess is what I would say about Ohio State at some point. Now, I mean, I think Fields is a great athlete. I'm not sold on him being a quarterback either, though. Yeah, and I that I just I don't buy really a ton of people from Ohio State because one they don't really play a ton of great teams. I mean, they did like that. That conference Ohio State. This year, I want defense and offensive linemen from Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, and and that like that conference this year was like you have to play X amount of games to qualify for the playoffs. Shit, Ohio State didn't get enough games in, so we're going to change that and just put Ohio State in because they're the best team in the division, well, no matter what. Another day. Right. But like, so you're telling me that that division is soft and you're a quarterback that's throwing to a dude who's open by 20 yards. Again, it, I, if Justin Fields proves me don't, wrong, fantastic. Don't tell Northwestern they're soft. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, anything else stick out here? Uh, Matt, how about, I know you, like I said, I know you had the, uh, the live draft feed going and everything. Do you guys do that uh, all three days or just the, just the opening night? We did it the first last year. We did all three days. That was just too much. I was going to say, how, 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 bad, did. how we, bad did we, you want to hang yourself by the end of it? Oh, <laughs> that's a long, well, that's three long days. It, it was bad. And then of course, two years ago, well, not this year, but la- last year, 2020 draft didn't help where every single player got introduced had knew somebody close to them that died or oh, was like a crack recovering crackhead or something like that. It was bad. Um, it was it was bad. So uh, this year, luckily, it was it was nice. It was low key. Uh, but I mean, not not too many big surprises. I mean, I think we covered the, the best of the best, the worst, of the worst. Um, yeah, not not really too many surprises. You're going to regret not, not doing the other days live because now you're not going to know guys on Carolina's fucking fifth slot receiver spot. And what their names are because now you're out of touch. So see how that shakes out right. for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's fair. That's fair. The uh I'm over, the old... over here googling what's football and <laughs> <laughs> spell it with two O's, not a U. <laughs> oh damn it, wrong country again. Uh Weepskies, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> this isn't where I park my car. Cinco de Weeper. <laughs> Cinco de Weepskies. Yeah. Put them uh, on the board. The only thing we didn't cover is, you know, the Texans being the Texans and having a shitty draft. Because nothing says my I'm going to turn my franchise around like 
a trashy draft. I mean, yeah, they're working what they it's them like what Seattle had like three picks, but I don't know. They got to, unfortunately, they got to work this out. They got to work through this, these bad situations that Bill O'Brien put him in and other previous regimes put him in. I did like their, you know, while the names and talent that they, that like Houston signed in this offseason with free agency wasn't like all that great, I actually like the prospect of the deals. Little one year deals for potential, you know, potential guys who might make a difference. They'll get you through a season. But uh, from a draft perspective, yeah, this is just about, I think, getting through the year. Because, right, they, their first pick was in the, uh, what, third round? Yes. Third round. And they took a quarterback with it, right? I think yeah, because, that's, that's, you know, you got to have backup just in case uh, Deshaun actually holds firm on not playing for you anymore or, you know, yeah. goes, to jail, goes to jail or something. I like well, that, by the way, I, Davis Mills. I think he's going to be pretty decent, honestly. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. He's their fourth or fifth quarterback signed to the roster right now. Well, who knows who is seeing the same massage therapist, man? <laughs> <laughs> you know. You never know. You never Dude know. Share. They got to Rod Taylor. They got Watson. They got Mills. I think they got two other ones that they signed as backups for, uh, you know, just in case. Yeah, well, poor Terod gets to be the bridge for Davis, Davis Mills. So, you know, good for him. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah. As, as of right now, our lads has them with Watson, Terod, Ryan Finley, and Davis Mills. Yeah. yeah well, Finley's getting cut. <laughs> Bye. Terod Taylor. Back to Arizona, you loser. <laughs> oh, God. It's ruthless <laughs> out here. It's just tough. Tough crowd. Uh, last thing for the goody order, I'm going to let my man Matt here talk about the Indianapolis Colts draft uh, taking. I, uh, I was a little surprised with the pass rusher move with Quiddy Pay. Oh, we needed it. We needed it. And it definitely, I, in my that opinion, was, it, it makes a good defense better for sure. Yeah. No, we, we, Ed Rush, I think we needed it. We have depth at offensive line, which is one of our, the Colts' biggest concerns coming into this offseason were Ed Rush, offensive tackle and cornerback offensive attack you know offensive tackle position offensive line they, they signed a bunch of like eh, like not like great names but there's a couple free agent prospects out there like chicago just released somebody that they're looking at i think kansas one of the guys from kansas city's offense offensive line Colts are looking at so i was fine with that uh edge rusher though was huge because we're losing justin houston all right he's a little bit older he didn't produce like we like the colts wanted him to last Seriously, they kind of let him walk, but you need a you need a young guy, and Quiddy pays huge, and uh, we're really hoping that he can you know kind of turn it up and allow us to compete with some of these more mobile quarterbacks. But that was the only honestly that was the only pick I was really like, yeah. He I was uh, disappointed the with the I overall like, draft. The only thing I didn't like with him were is didn't look like he did enough with his hands when he got engaged in situation, like he looks like a freak of an athlete and quick, but he like, he would get engaged with offensive linemen. And I didn't see a lot of hand movement. If he gets that figured out, he could be scary though. Right. And I think he has the right, I mean, defensive coordinator to kind of do that with Matt Eberflus. So really, really hoping that it does work out. Um, you know, like, even if you look at it, like his stats, they're not all that great, but I don't know. It's, I was fully expecting Bauer to trade back, and I was just happy that uh, 
that actually stayed up and he made a pick. So, but yeah, <laughs> you and me I, I, both. I, I, I know, right? I know, right? I, I thought the same thing for Buffalo. I thought Buffalo should have traded back like you guys stated. Yeah, I but thought for sure. It it just made sense. But um, other than that, yeah, I didn't care much for the Colts draft. I'm, I'm not gonna. I was if it's one of those things like last. I think Buffalo is obviously a lot closer to the finish line than the Colts are. Um, but you know, this is one of those drafts where it's like, okay, the needs aren't huge. We're not high enough to draft some of the superstars at the positions that we need. You know, last year was Pittman, then Jonathan Taylor. And it's like, well, Oh, that's cool. And then a quarterback in the fourth round and Julian Blackman. And this year it's like, you know, our second round pick is a defensive end who might not even play this, this year. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name because it was Dale. Oh, this is the guy you don't know. Yeah. He's on your yeah. team. I well, no, I know him, but I go look him up and try to pronounce his last name. No, you've heard this story. Like I, I don't know him, but I know him. Like I, I my friend knows him. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Dale. Oh, oh, Dale. Odiingbo. Odiingbo. Yeah. Odiingbo. You know, some of those drafts that don't really jump off the paper at you, sometimes they kind of go unsung because they become like cornerstones of your franchise. They do. That's true. You know, like the one guy's a special teams guy. You don't really hear about him. But you forget that you drafted his ass in the fourth round three years ago. So, I mean, I try, obviously, you're not stupid, but I try not to get down when it feels like my team – had a lackluster draft because I mean even oh, on yeah. paper if you look at the Bills draft I don't think I think we're excited because we're good so we can be excited but if I was not as good I think I would look at this draft as underwhelming like smart picks I get it but nothing was like oh fuck yeah I got my man so nothing I definitely get out. the feeling yeah. but at the same time if I'm building what I'm told we're building in my culture and all this nonsense then I'm just going to trust what this draft was. And I mean, Ballard seems to know what he's doing. So I don't know, underwhelming or not, it was probably a solid draft. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's one of those ones that you have to like watch unfold, right? right. You, you gotta, you gotta look back at it three, four, five years down the road and be like, Oh wow. That, that wasn't too bad. You know, last year I felt the culture in a win now position. And now I feel like they're actually, in, you know, implementing stuff that is going to give this, this team and, and, you know, this franchise, a little bit of longevity as far as being, you know, well, I mean, theoretically, you got a franchise quarterback and pans out and he's pretty young. Theoretically, so that's the time to do it. And, and listen, he yeah. couldn't be in a better position for a guy that's going to fucking yeah. figure him Back out with his boy. Yeah, for sure. So, and I mean, you look at that, you, you look see. at that receiving core with uh, Hilton Pittman and Campbell. I mean, they all had flashes of brilliance. T.Y. can be a guy that takes over a game for you if he's, you know, playing the right way. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you have a, a a top three running back core that's as good as anybody. Yeah, I mean, getting Marlon yeah. Mack back Some and adding him to Jonathan Taylor and uh, Naheem Hines is disgusting. Especially the price tag, two million dollars. Like that was just, that was insane. Like re-signing the players, Ballard got really really good deals. Like really really good deals. Xavier Rhodes came back on a really good deal. The only one I was like. Ooh, that's a bit high, but I'm still okay with it. Was was Ty, but um, yeah, from a roster perspective, I'm 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 happy. Give me, you know, give yeah. me one of these these available offensive linemen, either the guy out of Chicago or uh, the KC guy, and and I'm happy coming into this, you know, this season. 
confident at least I that mean, we you, can. You went to the playoffs with a dude who throws underhand, so you can't be that bad. Dad Gummit. <laughs> Dad Gummit. I mean, he's one of my favorites of all time. So when I oh, joke about too. him, I do it with the lightest heart. But fuck, man. I mean, he looks like he can't hold the ball yet. There they went. So, I mean, yeah, would I consider the Bills maybe closer to the finish line? Sure. But I don't think the gap is that big by any means. I mean, I wouldn't say right. the word rebuild over there anyway. You know what I mean? No. no. Maybe no. Yeah, on the three-year a... plan. <laughs> and and nor- normally when you yes. talk about your quarterback retiring, that's what you're talking about. That's not the case here. Like I said, and that's a solid roster top to bottom on both sides of the ball. So, so, so you almost yeah. feel bad that Rivers did so well because you could have had better draft. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, I never, really wanted. I really wanted. I, re- I re- no, I really wanted him to win one with 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 Indy. I really did because he he's been my favorite non Colts guy for so long, and then when they find when they signed him, oh, uh, I could not wait to buy his jersey. Yeah. It was right I when was... the first stimulus check came. I was like, ooh, custom. Ooh. Custom order. Uh, <laughs> I hope he still keeps number seventeen because if not, I'm fucked. But I'm gonna buy it anyways. Yeah, no. Listen, I, I'm you, pretty you sure can I sell it the, for more. Oh god, yeah. yes. And I'm pretty sure I said something to Jobs when we were watching. Uh, going into it was like towards the end of the year, and I was like, I really, I, I've always wanted Rivers to win one. And then, of course, we get into the playoffs, and I was like, I feel bad that this man can't do it at the expense of me. Because I can't even root for him now when I want to. <laughs> right. And it was like, sorry, man. I had to be the one to take you out. I really was hoping to get one. <laughs> and he played a really good game, too. That was one of his better he sure did. playoff performances. He sure did. Yeah, we, that we game talk- was closer than I wanted it to be. We we talked about it after Taylor got home from the game. And we were like, listen, you know that that's a testament to how good this Bills, team's, Bills team is. Because we played their game for a half of football and went in with the lead. So... Yeah, that was uh, that, that was, was definitely that was a well coached, well executed game plan that we just ended up getting the better end of. So, a couple of mistakes too. I mean, that's they weren't far off by any means. I didn't. I know there was a turnover involved. I think, but at some point, the game was a lot closer, and the turnover kind of spread the gap. But for uh, it was not comfortable for a long time. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I think that's going to uh, kind of put a bow on it for us. Uh, Mr. Johnson, would you like to take some time for copious shout outs, uh, shameless plugs, and uh, the old Mick Foley oh. treatment here? Uh, here we uh, go. I won't take too long. I won't take too long. I swear. <laughs> just, uh, I'll just talk about what brings me to the dance. All right. That's what I like to say. So, my two football shows uh, the first one, Colts fans in Bills land. We drop new episodes every single Tuesday, myself and my good friend, Brandon Allen Rogers. Uh, we just, yeah, we just talk whatever. Uh, it's obviously been a pretty slow off season, so uh, you can check those. Those are part of our wonderful network at BACBP-radio.com. And of course, Apple podcasts, Spotify, Amazon music, wherever uh, you check out your podcast. My, uh, my big baby, my big baby. That is the two point conversation. That is football talk five days a week, every single week. Uh, various hosts, co-hosts, uh, different themes every day. There's, we try to make it so there's something for everybody, whether you're a casual fan, whether you're a diehard, um, there's something for everybody. We're very, very proud of what we, uh, what we put out there. So, um, so yeah, those are my, uh, those are my two football shows. And of course, Jaws and I are part of the network sports talk show, uh, which is once a month. Got to acknowledge that as well. So, uh, we should be recording a new one, in maybe a week or so. Uh, that is, so. that is my, my favorite new little pet project we got going on. I have a lot of fun with that. So 
one of these days we need a guy we'll we'll call Taylor out of the bullpen. He does well coming out of the bullpen. So but uh <laughs> yeah, I get warm quick. You sure do. T Wave, little uh, any any copious shout outs or plugs or anything cool going on for you? Yeah, one and one only. The Bengals suck. <laughs> Bengals on the suck list, doubling down on it. Uh, that'll uh, that'll do it for us. As uh, Matt said, we are part of the BICBP Radio Network, www.bicbp-radio.com. You can check us out on Apple, Spot, Apple Podcast, Spotify, anywhere else you find your, your podcast, the cool stuff, anything, whether or not you consider it cool. I don't really care. Listen to it anyway. And uh, that'll wrap it up for us here. Tune in every Wednesday. Uh, this one will probably be dropped by Thursday of ne- uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, Thursday, whatever, you know. Good, good mouth words, Jazz. We're going to wrap this up because I'm tired and need another drink. And uh, my mouth's not working too well anymore. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Check us out on all the cool stuff, like I said earlier. And Matt, thanks for joining us. T-Wave, good to have you back, buddy. And we will catch you guys next week. Hats, Tats, and Stats podcast is brought to you by Stinger Sports. Stinger Sports makes high-quality, fully custom supplemented uniforms and apparel that will have you looking great on and off the field. Get your custom-made pro-quality gear today at stingerwoodbats.com and put that S on your chest. Use promo code TIP OF THE CAP, all one word, for 10% off your order. Stinger Sports. Look great. Feel great. Play great.